재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. We sit down with Michelle Kong from the Seoul Global Center once a week to look at Koreanisms, that set of quirky characteristics that make Koreans just a little bit different from everybody else. She's here again with me now. Hey, Michelle. Good morning, Kurt. So what is the Koreanism of the week? Or Koreanisms? Koreanisms. Well, the summer travel season, season is upon us. Is it ever? Mm-hmm. This is when everybody kind of wants to get out of get Seoul. Get out, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mandu steamer. It's, it's time to get away to someplace cooler. Of course, that's right. But did you notice more and more Koreans are actually leaving the country? Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Makes sense? Yeah, well, most of the country, with the exception of, I suppose, some prime real estate by the beaches and Jeju Island and so on, mm-hmm. uh, and the various islands, uh, is, is, is really hot. That's right. So you can find all these options, travel options everywhere, even home shopping channels that they sell tour packages. And according to the study, uh, which was done by the Korea Tourism Organization two years ago, the number of outbound Korean travelers came to 26.5 million. That's a lot. Yeah. So one out of every two Koreans have traveled. You tend to think of the fall season, Chuseok and New Year and in the winter as uh, the travel seasons because they're the big holidays. Yes. But um, this is when a lot of people really want to travel, right? You know, because things slow down a bit. Mm -hmm. August grinds to an almost a halt in terms of governmental things happening. And, you know, even news slows down, generally speaking, in, in August. I remember... Nobody does anything newsworthy <laughs> in, in August. I guess that'll be different this time around with the family reunions of North and South and so on. But um, it's just the doldrums of everything. Yeah, that's right. But it wasn't that long ago overseas travel was fully liberalized here in Korea. Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be a little bit more restrictive in terms of even getting a passport, right? That's right. So mm-hmm. only it's been 25 years. Starting from 1989, uh, travel restrictions have been relaxed. And then uh, young college students, they started studying abroad. And more uh, university students, uh, there was a, this huge backpacking craze among the students. So uh, they... packed for about a month-long trip to other countries like Europe. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Koreans are well-traveled nowadays, and those numbers really do uh, speak for that. 25 million or so in uh, 2016. That's Mm -hmm. pretty pretty massive. Right. So, Kurt, uh, which place is the unofficial honeymoon capital in Korea? Well, isn't it Jeju? It has been Jeju, right? Yeah. Uh, but newlywed couples, um, they started to choose other exotic locations like Hawaii or mm. Guam. I went to a training many, many years ago in Australia, mm-hmm. and it was near sort of areas where you could go see kangaroos and whatnot. And there was a massive group of Koreans, uh, all of them in couple shirts, you know. Oh, okay. So you knew which couple was which. Okay. And I, that was when I didn't even know that Koreans really did that yet, you uh, know, the whole couple shirt thing. But I was like, hmm, I'm going to take it that they are on their honeymoon because okay. they're dressed exactly alike. That's right. So that could be their first honeymoon, but there's another trend. Uh, it could be their second or third honeymoon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How romantic. <laughs> We're dressed alike Again, for our second honeymoon. Right. So not necessarily every year, but on a significant anniversary, married couples leave for other countries um, to enjoy their um, special time together together. 
to reignite their relationship, maybe. Um, and Korean parents to be take a trip overseas as well. Have you heard of Taegyo? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We did a thing on this program on Taegyo. Mm-hmm. Sort of uh, the, the set of beliefs that a mother-to-be, an expecting mother, needs to go through various uh, practices to put her spirit at ease, right? So that you have yes. a good birth. Read poetry. Don't get into fights. Be nice. Mm-hmm. Go to bed early. That kind of stuff. Yeah, go to bed early. Is that part of it? Oh, I'm not really sure about that. Well, get lots that. of sleep at least, or get lots of rest and don't Yeah, if, if she can, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so basically what a pregnant woman does or sees or eats, that would uh, influence a baby's physical and mental or even intellectual um, functioning later on. So moms-to-be should see and hear only the most pleasant things. Such as nice music, uh-huh. waterfalls and rivers. That's right. So that's why uh, parents-to-be are um, going to some other, um, let's say, tropical islands uh, to have their um, special time before a baby comes out. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so what kind of places are considered sort of a taegyo spot to go to? Well, uh, ideally, maybe Jeju Island could be one of the options in Okinawa, Japan, or other um, neighboring countries like Guam or Saipan, something like that. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sort of tropical paradise kind of yes. places. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right. Um, and then when you decide to travel overseas, what are some of the uh, factors you would like to consider? Me personally? Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean, the, the, the overall conditions, weather, things like that, I don't mm-hmm. want to go smack in the middle of monsoon season or smack <laughs> in the hottest uh, time of the year. Um, it should either be, um, y- you know, a really good vacation spot or an engaging sort of cultural spot or ideally both. Yes. Where I can do a little of both. Okay. Um, the factors influencing tourists' choice of destination here is... TV reality travel shows. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, people consider uh, countries or cities or even attractions uh, which were introduced on TV travel shows. So Korea has so many interesting reality travel programs featuring Korean celebrities. I'm not really sure if you've ever catched one of these. Um, people get some summer vacation ideas from these travel programs. The hottest program at the moment, I think it's the Grandpa's Over Flowers. This Over Flowers thing repeats Uh in a lot of things. It's Godpoda, right? Yes. Godpoda. So more than flowers or over flowers. When you say Grandpa's Over Flowers, Uh that does not mean necessarily anything inherently in English. You know, it suggests something like Grandpas are better than flowers. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, it's actually it's got the name from uh, the TV drama K drama. Mm. Um, anyways, so I gra- prefer grand grandpas over flowers. Uh, RPD is suggesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, grand, grand <laughs> grandpas over flowers. Over flowers. Give me right. grandpas over flowers. <laughs> All right. Right. So um, this. TV program is actually back with a new season and the new grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's spin off like Sisters or Nunas over Flowers or Youth over Flowers. All these programs were so popular. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's, it's a whole franchise now. Yeah, it's like that's a Godpoda right. universe of programming. 
Yeah, Kupoda series. Um, this program inspired people to venture out into mm. the specific destinations they just saw on TV. So people want to see the same attractions, eat at the same restaurants, and take the same itineraries. Uh, just like their beloved um, celebrities did. So, you know, if the Gopoda team shows up at your uh, shiktang or your, your place, <laughs> bingo, you, you've hit the jackpot. Well, I actually um, read a tour guidebook of one of those destinations, and then they introduced some accommodations where all these celebrities stayed. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so the number of Korean tourists visiting uh, countries like Taiwan, the grandpas actually visited Taiwan and Dubai, and the number of Korean tourists visiting Taiwan increased by 97% after the show. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this was remade into a U.S. one. Do they sure. say flowers in the U.S. title? Do you know? Um, I don't think so. Better, oh, it looks like Better Late Than Never is the title of the U.S. program. Right. I watched And this is them. with stars. Is, yeah. it, is it with, um, this is with U.S. older guys as stars. Mm-hmm. Is it stars in Korea? Yeah, they are all veteran um, actors. Okay. So I, I, I remember I just watched that um, U.S. version. Um, all these four grandpas visiting Korea, uh, and then they were uh, meeting with Mm-mm. K-pop stars like Sonia Shite. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm inclined to see this now. This looks <laughs> kind of Henry. Oh, it's so funny to see these guys as old guys uh-huh. now. You know, Henry Winkler and. Um, George Foreman and William Shatner yeah. and uh, Terry Bradshaw. And forgive me, I don't recognize the, uh, I guess it's just the four guys. And there's a fifth guy I don't quite recognize. Mm-hmm. How interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the, you know, going places in a popular television show obviously is going to make those places popular. That's clear. So one of the reasons somebody might, you know, go on a tour bundle is just to recreate an episode of that program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So hmm. um, that's one of the trends. And another trend is definitely traveling solo, right? Traveling solo. Mm. Say it again. Hunheng. Hunheng. Is, is that a word now? It's, it's a word. Really? Yes. Because I asked months and months ago uh, if we could say Hunheng, uh-huh. and somebody was saying no. <laughs> but now it is. Yeah, it's commonly said. Did I make it? No. No. Hunja Yoheng. That's Hunheng. Okay, that's great. Solo yeah. travel. Right. So uh, today, DIY travel uh, is favored more than joining group package tours. Sure. Uh, young travelers especially want this full control in planning for their own trips. So they enjoy Hunheng, but even though people make a decision to travel overseas alone, most Koreans uh, or solo travelers, especially backpackers, they like to stay in an accommodation run by Korean owners. It's called Hanin Minbak. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's Why? Well, um, I think what they really like about Korean-owned guest houses is a daily Korean cuisine provided for breakfast. Right. And then um, they can... Shared food in a shared dining area. Mm. They can meet up with their travel buddies there who are also Koreans. I have met Koreans, and this is a serious point. You can poke fun, but if they don't get uh, a rice, a soup, a kimchi each day, <laughs> they, they literally start to have stomach problems. It's oh, like they really? can't just get up and have, you know, a bread and a sandwich or whatever, a croissant and coffee. Uh, I've met Koreans whose, whose 
digestive system has become so uh. accustomed to a, a, a rice, a soup, and a, mm. and a kimchi that you know they, they start going uh, a little bit sick without it. Seriously. Okay. So I can understand that as a, you know, the, what do you call it? The um, Hanin Minbak uh-huh. as a, uh, a destination to at least get that one meal a day. Yeah, that's right. Especially if you're traveling for a long time, right. maybe. Yeah. Um, and then you can travel all separately or you can meet up with your, with your new um, travel buddies, Korean travel buddies. Um, and people who really cannot make a decision. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this Hamlet syndrome. People cannot make decisions. So uh, people would ask for help on an online community or internet forums, yeah. for example, to other uh, experienced experts, you know. Koreans mm-hmm. really do have that sussed out, is uh, advising each other on what to do and what discounts to get and, you know, how to negotiate in, in various foreign destinations. Uh, the connectivity of Korean culture is a real asset when it comes to that. I am afraid that we are out of time, Michelle. Oh. I appreciate uh, this edition of Koreanisms, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.